welcome to Getting Real Estate in Vegas. I am your host, Bridget Magnus, and you are watching the Vegas Video Network. Yes, what an awesome place. Um, lots of great shows, including the new one starting Monday, Talk Tales. Don't miss it. I'm really excited about it. Um, if you do happen to miss it live Monday afternoon, keep in mind you can always watch it on the Vegas Video Network or on iTunes, like all of our terrific programming. If you have a question for us, go ahead and get out your email client and send that in to gettingreal at vegasvideonetwork.com. So, who's ready for Friday figures? Well, we've got some pretty good figures for you today. Let's start with the number of available units, which edged up ever so slightly to 14,736. Um, we, of that number, we do have 2,993 foreclosures. Short sales are 6,972 of them. Non-distressed sales, 4,866. You know what? I forgot to tell you that the median price on an available home is uh, 135,000, and the median price on an available condo or townhome is down to $63,000. Foreclosures average 100,000, and those short sales do average 110. The 4,866 non-distressed sales that we have have a median price of about 175. Now, in the last 30 days, we have closed 3,849. Needless to say, it's the last week of the month, last business day of the month today. Big rush to get things closed and out the door. Median sales price was about 115,000. Median list price was about 116,000. So as you can see, there is still a very, very small gap between the two numbers. We do also have 13,185 contingent and pending units. 3,693 rentals available with a median price of $1,100. Um, 2,297 new leases, also a median price of $1,100. I really hope there is some pricing pressure and, and God, yes, some more rentals available by summer because we sure do need it. Now, I do have a little bit of news to share with you today. Nationwide, those pending contingent sales are up 5.1% in, in the month of March. Uh, nevertheless, unfortunately, it is true that prices are going down according to the Case-Shiller Index. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are both reporting a drop in delinquency numbers. However, we still have a record number of homes in foreclosure nationwide. I do have a little scam alert, particularly for you locals. Beware of anyone who is going to try and help you with a mortgage modification but needs money up front. This is a big red flag. Pay attention to it. The current variant involves this person. Either, either you sell the home to this individual or deed the home to them and they rent it back to you. This is a big scam. Don't fall for it. Call the cops if someone tries to get you in on it. Now then, we've been doing a little tour of the valley, trying to figure out, fine, but what does an average priced house look like? Well, today we're going to go to the city of North Las Vegas, that's Area 103, to a home near uh, Martin Luther King and Gowan in a gated community. There's a picture of it. Look at that lovely garden. There are roses and cactus and a yard and, and a tree that actually has leaves that you're going to have to rake in the fall. Pretty, pretty little house. Are we ready to go inside? 
There we go. As you can see, we've got big, tall ceilings and detail work. And um, I just like to kind of point out real quick that this is not a foreclosed home. Look at that huge living room. Thank you so much for stopping there. I'd love to point out that um, lamp over your dining area, that fireplace, um, the, the shelf up there for all your knickknacks, and a nook for your big TV. And there's that little window above the main set of windows that's letting in a whole lot of light. And unfortunately, you just really can't get a good feel for how it looks from my camera. I did actually take my shoes off in this home because it has brand new carpet. And also, you'll see in a minute, some brand new paint. Let's go around the corner here. Show you a little more of what's going on before we head back to the gorgeous kitchen. Granite countertops. Let's pause right there if we can. That's a pantry door. As you can see, it does have all the appliances. Let's move forward just a tweak here and see some more of that gorgeous kitchen with the plenty of lighting. Big island. A um, little nook with a desk there, great place to sit down and either consult your recipes or pay your bills. As you can see, we have another little lamp here over an, another place that you could put a dining table. Let's go ahead and take a look at the backyard real quick. Takes a minute and you can see we've got a covered deck, no pool, but look how big this yard is. You've got plenty of space, grass, trees. You name it, this is a gorgeous little yard here. Let's keep moving along. Another view of this gorgeous living room here. And we're going to head off towards two of the bedrooms. Oh, look, there's my shoes by the door. <laughs> Quick stop in the bathroom, which, as you can see, does have a full-sized tub with a shower enclosure. Let's keep moving. As you can see, we've still got good solid countertops. This is one of the bedrooms. Ceiling fans still turning. And we do have pretty good sized closets for a, 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 a home like this. This is 1,972 square feet, by the way. Here's the other bedroom at the front of the house. Again, ceiling fan with the light kit, good sized closet. And now we're going to head off towards the other side of the house. Take a quick stop at the laundry room, which is plenty big and has all the right connections, and off to the master bedroom. Stop at the bathroom, double sinks, big tub. There's more, though. Let's keep going and see the shower. There we go. There's the shower, big walk-in closet and, of course, the necessary, necessary area. I'm afraid this uh, particular shot doesn't quite give that big closet the, the uh, attention it deserves, and I do apologize for that. And we're going to end up here in this nice, big master bedroom. Now, like I say, this is new carpet, new paint. Um, this is not bank-owned. This was actually purchased by someone, I believe, from the bank and has been rehabbed. So all that stuff has been done for you. Now, like I say, this is a neighborhood I end up with uh, in when people are looking for a budget. And I do understand we've got a question. Yeah, Stacy wanted to know how large the house was. You mentioned that. Uh, but, <laughs> I'm sorry. But, and you mentioned it, actually. But how old is the house? The house was built in 2001. Thank you. Great. That's a great little house. And I'm sure somebody is going to snap it up real soon now. 
All right, so that does bring me to the last segment that we have today. Let's have some real advice. Today we are going to talk about what I call some real estate yellow flags. These are not red flags. In fact, depending on your situation, they might even be desirable. But for other people, they are not going to be desirable, and you just need to be aware of them going in. Now, the first one is short sales. Why the heck is that a yellow flag? Well, if you are on a time crunch, this is going to be a problem. Say your new job starts at the first of the month, or say uh, your kids need to be in place before the school year starts, a short sale is probably not going to be the right choice if you have strict time things that you need to pay attention to. The next one, again, not necessarily a big deal. It's court approval required. Now, the three courts you're most likely to encounter here are divorce court, bankruptcy court, and probate court. Now, don't get me wrong. The judge wants to get this property off the books every bit as much as at least one of the owners does. But you do need to be aware that he is not going to rubber stamp things. He's, if he believes for one minute that, that home is worth more than you have offered, just forget it. It's not happening. In the case of divorce court, please be aware that even though one party may desperately want to sell it, there may in fact be another party who doesn't care or would like to drag out the process as long as possible. This is a yellow flag, not a red flag. Uh, next one up is auction. Sometimes when a bank has trouble moving a property through the normal MLS process, they will go ahead and put it up for auction on one of the big auction sites. I personally feel that these auction sites are really best approached and tackled by the investor and not necessarily an individual. Do not fall in love with a home that is on auction. The odds of your actually getting it are not as high as you might like to believe. Next one up, a very popular one, unfortunately, the lack of a lockbox. Now, don't get me wrong. If you've got a million-dollar home, it is completely right and proper to not have a lockbox and insist that your listing agent actually get up off of his or her butt and show the property in person. Um, that's not the case in many instances. Um, in some cases, you will see that there is no lockbox in an instance where the property is in sufficiently poor condition that the listing agent really ought to be there with you to point out things that you shouldn't step in or touch. Um, this is also sad but true. Now, unfortunately, the last case is um, I don't have a good answer for why Joe Average decides not to bother with a lockbox. Usually it's because of perceived issues of security. But keep in mind, if you're having trouble getting into a home the first time, you're going to have trouble getting into that home to do inspections should you get an approved offer. Now we do have a couple more, so let's move on. The next one, tenant occupied. Now, if you buy a house that's got a tenant with a lease, you are obligated to honor their lease. If you are an investor who'd been planning on renting out the place in the first place, 
Well, that's a good news. That's, that's a green light. Go for it. On the other hand, if you are buying this place to live in it, that is a red light because you cannot until their lease is up. Again, it's a yellow flag because it all depends upon your individual circumstance. Next one, not so common in Las Vegas, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. Um, a lot of listings either have no picture or just one picture. Sometimes this means that, you know, I, I, I'm listing it on Friday and Saturday morning I'm going to go take pictures. I've been there. I've done that. However, a lot of the time what happens is that um, either the property is in poor enough condition that it is not possible to take flattering pictures, or you have an agent who is perhaps um, not as diligent as might be desired. Basically, you know, they took the one picture that's required in the MLS and they called it a day. So again, yellow flag, if you're planning on rehabbing a property, not so much. Go ahead, take a look, be aware that things may not be pristine. The last one, mold. If you are already planning on doing a lot of rehab work, this is not a problem, just figure it into your budget. However, if you are looking into a turnkey home that you can just move right into, that's not going to work. And that does bring us to the end of that lovely list. I would like to thank you for joining me today. Please tune, again, tune in again next week. And in the meantime, if you've got a question, a problem, or a suggestion, send that in to gettingreal at vegasvideonetwork.com. If you have a problem, a, a, a personal real estate issue, or want the full version of the Friday figures, go ahead and check out BridgetMagnus.com where you will find my personal contact information. Have yourself a terrific weekend, and don't forget to, walk, to watch Talk Tales on Monday. Bye, folks. Thank you.